0: Yeah. Amen. All right. We have been talking about on the, the we started this year on our theme focus. Hallelujah. The general theme for this year has been focus and if you if you know anything about what is happening we have been all every month we've been sharing something that puts together forms focus. Hallelujah. So just last month the month gone we're doing perseverance. You cannot be a focused person if you are not perseverant. So, you need to be perseverant in order to focus. Hallelujah. And you see, and um, this month, we are going to look at vision. Someone say vision. Vision. Someone say vision. vision. Now, vision is very, very important in life. How many know that without vision, you are going nowhere? If you don't have eyes, you can't see. And if you don't have eyes, you will be limited in your movement. You won't be able to do much if you cannot see. Hallelujah. And so vision is a very, very vital and very important element of the human life. Amen. And I want us to look at uh, Proverbs 29 verse 18. That's going to be our main text. Proverbs 29:18 I want you to read it we are all going to read it together as a family in concert and I want you to read it with me and disturbing everybody by yourself. Proverbs chapter 29 verse number 18. are you there ready let's read. Where there is no vision the people cast off restraint. Where there's no vision, people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Give me the and uh, the New King James. Where there is no vision or revelation, the people cast off restraint. But happy is he who keeps the law. Have you ever seen a gutter, a gutter, a drain, a gutter? Um When you see an open gutter, if you see an open gutter, you will see that it has probably two edges, isn't it? Two sides. And both sides are elevated. And water passes through. Are you with me? Can you imagine a gutter that has no edge or side? It means that the gutter will flow anyhow. Am I making sense? I don't know if you can get a picture of a gutter or a drain. No, a gutter so that people can understand. Because it has two edges, two sides to direct the water in the way it has to flow. Am I making sense? If it doesn't flow in that way, it is going to turn into a flood and it's going to be all over the place. Am I making sense? And so the scripture is saying that where there is no revelation, edge, boundary, vision, water spreads anyhow. And there's no restraint. So it's cast off and it it destroys everything. In other words, I'm going to give you the the, the, the definition for vision, but I want you to see the picture first. In other words, when you don't have vision, anything will give you a vision. (laughs) Am I making sense? If you don't have a vision life will give you one. If you don't have a vision, poverty will give you one. If you don't have a vision, hunger will give you one. Yeah, good one. Can you see it? So, can you see that there are edge, two edges, and the edge is directing the water where it ought to go? Are you getting it? So, when water flows, it flows This way, because it is not allowed to go above this way or above that way. It flows this way and it goes in the direction that has been created by the makers of the the gutter. Am I making sense? In the same way, in life, if you don't create a vision for yourself, you will be like a, a water that has not got a passageway, no drainage. Now, give us a, a, a water that has no drain. What it looks like. Maybe on the street that the, the, the drain is blocked. You see that the water is, runs free and it goes everywhere. Are you with me? And, and so one of the main reasons why we come to church is so that our life is directed. So that we can get a certain vision. So that we can see our our end, see the way we ought to go. Amen. The dictionary gives vision, the meaning, definition for vision in the dictionary is the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination. The ability to think about the future or plan the future with imagination. In other words, a mental image of what the future would look like or could be like as you are expecting it to be. Hallelujah. So you will see that this definition gives you three elements. Imagination, expectation, and hope. Isn't it? Because if I say, where do you see yourself in in five years? What, what am I asking you to do? I'm asking you to create a mental picture. Think about something. Create a mental picture of something that you are hoping to see. Do you get it? And... and, and um, It it also consists of three elements. Imagination consists of three elements. Can I come down? Is that okay? Imagination, uh, vision has three elements to it. Number one, vision has foresight. So, no, I think you can do better than that. Look for a flat, maybe. Vision includes foresight. When I say vision, I want you to, uh, if you like, indulge me. Think about a car. When you're sitting in a car, the, the first window in front of you is giving you foresight to see into the distance, isn't it? Hello? So, foresight is like looking into a telescope. Yeah, so when there is no vision when your life has no vision that's how your life looks like it is everywhere water is everywhere so money comes into your pocket and it goes away mercy, mercy. do you understand opportunity comes into your life and it goes away because you don't have any vision mercy. have you not seen and heard of stories of people who have won lottery and and uh, within a, a few years they are broke Because when money came, it's like water, it had no vision, so there was no pipe, there was no gutter to direct the water where it ought to go. So immediately the money came, it was misspent, and it became like this. Am I making sense? Hello? Ross, are you with me? It's nice to see you. So so we all need to have vision in our lives. And I'm saying to you that vision is made up of three things. Foresight. Somebody say foresight. Yeah. It's like looking into a telescope to see the future. The front mirror of a car. Then we have um, hindsight, which is the rear view mirror. You need to know where you have come from in order to know where you are going. Are you with me? So you need, you need foresight to give you a direction as to where you're going, you need hindsight to tell you where you have come from. So that where you have come from will help you to stay on the path to where you are going. Are you with me? Have you ever been to like a a, a maze? You've gone to maybe an estate, and they have a little um, board, and they say, uh, you are here. So they say you are here. Maybe you want to get to the post office. They say you are here. The post office is there. Then they give you the directions. But if you don't know where you are, the directions don't make sense. Are you with me? So you, know, you need to know where you are coming from in order to know where you are going. So vision is made up of foresight and hindsight. The third thing that vision is made up of is insight. Some say Insight. So, you have foresight, hand sight, and insight. Insight is the inside of the car. So, let's say you are driving a car. You have foresight looking through the windscreen to see where you are going. You have the rear view mirror to give you hand sight. Now, you need insight to know where the gear is and where the clutch is and where the accelerator is. Otherwise, you can easily end up having an accident because instead of pressing the, uh, the the brake you press the speed because you don't have insight. I don't <laughs> I'm I making sense. If you don't have insights you, e- you easily crash. So you see vision has these three elements foresight, hindsight and insight. And all these sites are very, very necessary in order for vision to exist. Hallelujah. It's very important to have these three elements in vision. Now, vision. Vision is something that when you don't have, you don't know that you don't have. I'm trying to take my time to, to lay the. Uh, what is that? Hmm. Let me go up before. I don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah! See, when you don't have vision, it, it everything looks like is right to do. You know, there are some people, when they get money in their pocket, their money bends a hole. They can't sit still. How many know some? you know you, but you know somebody who is like that. As soon as money comes into their pocket, it's like they feel, they feel jittery. They, they are like going all over the place. They, 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 they just got paid and it's like. They are looking. Uh, uh, they are going into. Uh, they are looking into um, what's it called uh, uh, locks and they are going to the malls and they are looking. Amazon, Amazon Prime. What can I buy? Obviously, you don't have anything to buy, but because you have money, and it's burning a hole in your pocket. You have to do something because you didn't have vision to start with. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? But when you have a vision, when money comes, the money is busy. Are you with me? Anybody who has vision, the money is in their pocket is very busy. So they don't have time. They don't, they don't see the money as something to scatter. Now, there are three people. There are three workers. I I don't know if you can look for these workers for me. I'll, I'll give you the picture, then you look for it for me. Three workers. The three of them are laying bricks. Laying bricks. You know how to lay bricks. Have you seen brick layers before? They are putting maybe blocks together. They put the cement, then they put another block, then they put the cement So one of the workers, worker one, give the worker one a name. Give me a name. Sister, give me a name quickly. A name, a a guy. Name, 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 be fast, be quick. Philip. So Philip is the first worker and he is laying a brick. He's he's building a wall by laying bricks. Then second person, quickly. Endurance. I don't know where you got (laughs) that name from. Endurance is also building a wall. All right, And the third one. Precious. (laughs) Precious. Perseverance. Okay. The next one is called perseverance because we have a precious here. Perseverance is also building a wall. Building laying bricks. When Philip was asked, what are you doing? Philip said, I am laying bricks. Oh, please, please pay attention. I, I want you to get this. this. When, when Philip was asked, what are you doing? He said, I am laying bricks. When? Uh, endurance. When endurance was asked, what are you doing? And Duran says, I'm building a wall. Okay? When Perseverance. Perseverance was asked, what are you doing? He said, I am building a cathedral. Uh, oh, no, no. If you, if you, if you get, if you get uh, excited about the names, you'll miss the, the, what I'm trying to, to do. The three of them are doing the same thing. The first person is asked, what are you doing? He says, I'm laying bricks. And what he's doing is actually what? Laying bricks. The second person is asked, what are you doing? He says, I am building a wall. Is it wrong? It's true. The third person is asked, what are you doing? He says, I am building a cathedral. Which one of these these three do you think will stay long at the building? The one building, the cathedral, will stay long. Why? Because he has a vision of a big church, a big building to build. He has seen beyond building, piling uh, bricks on top of each other with cement. A lot of people in life look at life like the first guy, Philip. I'm just laying bricks. I'm just living. No, no plan. It's like I am just here. It's like when I come, they say I should lay brick. Then I just lay. See, three guys. Okay? So Philip, endurance, and perseverance. The first one, it says that I'm laying bricks. The one on the left. I'm laying bricks. The one in the middle says, I am building a wall. So, when the wall is built, he's done. Because his vision was up to building the wall. And once the wall goes up, he's finished. Are you, are you getting it? The third person says that I am building. Have you seen he has a cathedral, or a huge building in mind. So, he knows that this every room was not built in the days, isn't it? So, it's brick by brick. You know, here a little, there a little. He's building, but he has a mental picture of where we ought to go. Now, our team has Proverbs 24. Let's look at it. Proverbs 24. The team, we picked the the scripture from Proverbs. Are, Are you okay with me so far? Are you, are you getting something? Proverbs 24 verse 27 says that prepare house your outside work. Make it fit for yourself in the field. And afterward, build your house. Are you with me? Which means that draw the house. Give me maybe the, the uh, message version or some other version. NLT, give me the NLT. Do your planning. Prepare your field before building your house. Are you getting it? You need to build by building. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void and all that. And then he said, let there be light. And there was light. And then he went on. that was the first day. The second day he divided. The third day, the fourth day, the sixth day he created man. That's chapter one. Six days. He said, let us make man in our own image. Verse 27. Let us make man in our own image in the likeness of, of us. And let him have dominion over the, the air, the, the land, and the sea. And then he created them. But chapter 2, the Bible says that and God formed man out of the dust of the, the ground and he breathed the breath of life into him and man became a living soul. So chapter 1, when he created man, man was not created. But he was created. When you see an architect, he say that I built that building. What the architect is saying to you is that I put the drawings together, but it's still a land, piece of land. Nothing is there, but he says I have built a a, a building there. It is up to the surveyors, the masons, and all those people to contractor, to come together, assemble his people, and interpret the plan that the architect has on the piece of paper to build. Am I making sense? Am I, am I getting through? So you see, if you don't have a plan, you are going nowhere. Some of us, our Christian life is like Philip. I am just putting bricks up. So Pastor Sam says, then I do. Pastor Gloria says, then I do. Pastor William says, I do. Minister Sheila says, then I do. I don't have any end game in mind. Some of us also, we are building a wall. So, all we are interested in is the wall. Once once I come to church and I pay my tithe and I do this and I do that, I I do the things I need to do and don't do the things I don't need to do, then my Christian life is intact. You know, I am just enduring as the wall is being built. But then there are others that they know that. Everything that I gained, I counted as done. Not that I have attained. Not that I have received. But this one thing I do, forgetting all the things that are behind me, I press on towards the mark of the price of the high calling that I may attain the purpose for which I was apprehended. Are you with me? This was a guy who was saying that I can see the total image and I need to keep building until the building is complete. Hello? Are you getting what I'm saying? What I'm trying to say to you is, is that if you don't have a vision, you will give up before the end. If you don't have a vision, you cannot stay focused for too long because distractions will come. Hallelujah. Distractions will come, and when distractions come, they will take you out. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? So, Where do you see yourself in five years? Have you ever been to an interview and been asked this question? All the time. And you have a certain set answer. But today I want to ask you, where do you see yourself? Sonia, where do you see yourself in five years? Listen, when you meet a young girl that you are interested in, ask them the same question, if you're a guy. Because that will help you to know what type of vision they are carrying, if they have one. Hallelujah. Some people want to spoil my message, but I don't mind them. Where do you see yourself in five years? Ah, okay let me stay here I don't want trouble What what mental picture have you created in your mind about yourself about your marriage about your family what mental picture do you have in your mind concerning the next 10 years of your life wisdom have you created something in your mind? Do you have something? Yeah. You need to have something otherwise life will pass you by. Am I making sense? Joe, are you with me? Yeah. You know, have you had somebody who always talks about the past? How many know somebody like that? Give me a wave you know somebody who's always talking about the past. Now, let me say this, that will shock you. When you don't have vision, you always tend to the past. Now, the Bible says that and Moses left the Israelites at the foot of Mount Sinai And he climbed on top of the mountain with Joshua, his assistant, to go and receive the Ten Commandments. When he got to the foot of the place where God was, he told Joshua, stay here. And then he continued climbing further. And he was supposed to have gone for seven days or even less. Now, the Bible says that Moses tarried there for 40 days. And after a while, the Israelites came to Aaron and said to him, listen, we don't know what has happened to Moses. Maybe he's dead. Maybe God has killed him. Maybe something has happened because the person who had the vision was Moses. Moses told them that I am taking you to a land that flows with milk and honey. You do understand? But the person who carries the vision is dead. So make us a god, small g, small gods, and let them lead us back to Egypt so that we don't die here. A lot of people always look to the back. In the good old days. When any pressure comes. It was better yesterday. And I I, I wish. And I wish. When When I used to. In those days. In the good old days. In the good old days. No. There is nothing good about the old days. Can I say that again? There is nothing good about the old days. Because the old days are gone. It will never come back again. Stop. Thinking about the good old days. Stop enjoying old school music. They are gone. Never to come back again. When we had Boys to Men, when we had the Temptations, when we had Babyface, we had Jodessy, we had Alia, and we had uh, uh, Brian McKnight. Those were, that, that, that was music. Not this that they are doing this, this. Say, what it? Off, off the wall. Of the wall. The... People don't spoil my message. I'm no. preaching a very serious message. What I'm trying to say to you is that if you are looking at the past all the time, You will not make a good future for yourself. There are some people who are living in in this part of the world. They don't come from this part of the world. But everything they think about is back home, back then, back this, back that, back here, back something, back something, back So You don't have vision. That is the long and short of what I'm trying to say to you. There is no vision for you. That is why your eyes are still glued to the rear view mirror. And how many know that if you are driving, all you are looking at is the rear view mirror. You are about to crash. Yeah. Hallelujah. You are, are you with me? So, you see, you need to learn how to have vision. Someone say vision. You need Vision. Everything that you want to do, you need vision. That is why when there is time to create vision, don't run away from it. You know, like uh, last week as we had a camp, it was a time for the church to be refocused in the vision of the church. That is why we spent 80 hours trying to reinforce and recreate the vision for everybody to understand. I, I, I spent time talking to uh, Brother Prince because I needed him to refocus his, the vision of the choir because he did not have the right vision for the choir. Do, do you get it? So I had to refocus his vision for the choir for him to understand what the choir is about and what we need from him. Can you imagine if the leader of the choir was not at the place where there's no vision, People cast off restraint. People do anything anyhow. Are, are you getting it? That is why vision is very important. Spend time to create your vision. Don't be too, some of us, we answer urgent things too quickly. Than important things. Now, I don't know whether you can understand what I'm trying to say. I, am I going too deep for you today? You know, in life, there's, there's a, there are urgent things and important things. A phone call is urgent, but not necessarily important. Are you there? There are some people, even when they are asleep and the phone rings, they will get up and pick the phone. If they are in the shower and the phone rings, they will get up with the soap and everything, soap and everything go quickly to get the, get the, uh, the phone. Especially if you, you have a side chick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you understand what I'm saying? Come on, relax. You, you, you tried yeah, to chill. Be... <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah! Amen. How many can understand what I'm saying? Yeah, it's that it sounds it sounds urgent. It sounds because it's ringing. Ring ring That's why me, I don't put my ringer on. Yes, my ringer is never on. So your phone call is not as urgent as yours. Because if I'm dealing with an important thing, that phone call can wait. Are you with me? Learn to put your priorities right, to know what is urgent and what is important. Are you with me? Yeah. Sometimes work is urgent, but not necessarily important. As important as your vision. Are you with me? Because if you don't have vision and you're working and working and working and getting money, you are just laying bricks. After a while, because in the, in, the, in the vision is the work, not the other way around. Hello? Are you getting, if I were you, I'll get this message. I'll listen to it over again because I'm saying some deep things, but I don't think you are getting it. Hello? John Maxwell says vision is the ability to see. That's awareness. The faith to believe. That's attitude. And the courage to do. That's action. John Maxwell. He says that vision is the ability to see that's awareness, faith to believe, that's attitude, and courage to do. Amen. And I'm saying that vision is foresight, which is the same as your ability to see. Awareness. Do you know where you are going? Are you aware of where you are going in life? Do you have a plan? Do you have a a, a three-point plan to take you from where you are to where you ought to be? Do you have the right mental attitude to get to where you are going? We'll look at the characteristics of uh, vision in a little while. But I want you to understand something. That you need to be aware of what you want to get. Are you with me? That is why we take our time with our children and we tell them, when you grow up, what do you want to be? Somebody says, I want to be a policeman. Recently, I met a boy here. He said he wanted to be a Bain man. Yeah. He says that he wants to make sure that the place is tidy, so he wants to be a bin man. And his father was trying to kick him. He said, stop that nonsense. <laughs> he, was, he was standing right here. A little boy. Very, very smart. Very sharp. He said, the father, the mother is a doctor. The father is an engineer. He says that I want to be a bin man. And then father was like, God. and he was very, very vocal. He said, No, I want to be a bin man. Don't change my vision. And then the mother was getting embarrassed. I said, Oh, you, you like? Then I said, No, I was interested in what the boy was saying. So I said, So what? I mean, so how do you, what do you want to? Why do you want to be a a bin man? Then he said, so that the environment can be tidy. I want a tidy environment. And I know that the only other way to do it is for me to be the bin man so that I can tidy the whole place. Very sharp guy. About six, six, seven-year-old boy. I really interviewed him about the bin thing. And the parents were getting very embarrassed as I was interviewing. But I was very, very interested in the boy because I could see a boy was determined and knew what he wanted. Listen, in life, it doesn't matter whether you become a doctor or a lawyer. Uh, uh, You can be a a man and become the, the, the most successful human being on earth if you have vision to take that thing from where it is to the next level and to make it what it's not. Are you with me? we most of us have been, you know, given, we, they, they just tell her, make something for you. You can't do science. They say you have to be a doctor. So you keep failing and failing and failing and failing and you're still persevering to become. You don't like blood. You don't like blood. You don't like blood. Like Hallelujah. <laughs> ah, ah, you understand what I'm saying? Benedita, Benedita, stop laughing. <laughs> Let us not force our children to do what they don't want to do. Encourage them into what they want to become. Because when you have vision, it rules and it shows you how to live. Amen. Are we, are we okay? Alright, so let's go on to look at a few other things about vision. I'm just trying to lay the. Let's go to Joel, Joel chapter 2, verse 28. Let's read some Bible. Joel chapter 2, verse 28. The Bible says that, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see dreams visions. Verse 29. Quickly. And also on my man servant and maid servant, I'll pour my spirit in those days. And I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth and blood and fire and pillars of smoke. Amen. So he says that in when the spirit of God comes, what is he going to do? In the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your daughters shall speak what is not into being. That's prophecy. Prophecy is speaking something that is not. You cannot speak what is not into being unless you have seen it. Oh, you didn't get it. You didn't get it. I don't know. I don't think you got it. You cannot speak what into being what is not unless you have seen it. I see you becoming a president. What does that mean? I have seen it in the future and I'm conferring it on you. That's prophecy. And then he says that your old men shall dream dreams. Some say old men. old men dreams. Say it again old men, old men. Dreams. dreams, old women, old women. Dreams. dreams, young men, young men. vision. Young men, young young women, Young women, vision. Do you know the difference? A dream is a dream because it will outlive you. Do you understand that? So I am giving you my dream because it's so big and huge that I will not live to finish it. But then you will have to finish it for me so for me it's a dream for you a young man is a vision because vision for a young man is something that is attainable something you can get hallelujah something you can get in your lifetime you can reach it you can work it into being but for an old man he knows that he will not live long enough to see it so it's a dream So you see, when we read the Bible, sometimes we see things that we don't know what it means. In the old, in the in the last days, I'll pour out my spirit. Your daughters will see things, and not only see it, but they will speak about it. They will declare it into being. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth what declares. So out of the visions I will feed and inject the daughters with. I will feed them so much with passion and with vision and they will begin to see things that they will begin to declare. Are you getting it? And then the old man will also see dreams. This is what is going to become. I may not see it. So Martin Luther said, I have a dream. That one day, the black boy and the black girl will sit and work together. I may not go there with you. I may not see it in my lifetime, but I have a dream. It is a dream because I may not get there, but I want you to be so injected with my dream that you will take my people to that place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Obama came with a vision and he said yes we can it's difficult I know but yes we can yes we can yes we can yes we can and he sold the vision to the people and the people bought it because he was a young man very energetic very passionate he had a vision and he was bold about the vision very vigorous and vociferous about the vision and the people bought into it hallelujah (laughs) let me go let me go and stand here before I get into trouble (laughs) (laughs) hallelujah are you understanding what I'm saying are you okay with me so far can I give the enemy of vision? The greatest enemy of vision, Joe, the greatest enemy of vision is your eyes. The greatest enemy of vision is sight. Someone say sight. What does sight refer to? Sight refers to what? Your surroundings, what you can see. Who can I use? Who is bold enough to come and preach with me quickly? Sassy, come. Come and preach with me. You are are bold. So, what do you want to be in future? Mental health. Mental health. So, let's let's make it big you want to own your own mental health practice yeah so she wants to own her own mental health institution when she grows that is her vision now that vision will drive how you study will give you passion to overcome anything that stands in your way because if you want it bad enough then you can have it. So life is saying that how bad do you want your dream? So the difference between successful people and average people is how bad they want to see their vision come to pass. Oh, I said something very deep, I it went, flew straight past your head. Can I break that down since you didn't get it? What you are seeing with your imagination? Because right now, you are still struggling with uh, GCSE. Uh, what are you doing? What, what courses are you doing? I'm not old but I'm still year eight. Year eight, so what, do you, what are you doing? In the courses that you struggle with that, uh, maths? maths, so you're struggling with, uh, no. uh, you struggling with the algebra. Which one you struggle? It's mostly angles Angles, so trigonometry angles. You struggle yeah. with uh, angles. You can't. You don't know what one eighty means. Oh. The obtuse yeah. angle. They say find find the degrees. You know, they give you a, a straight line and then they put a, a triangle 60 degrees and they say, work out the fine the X. You, say, you know, see? So the barriers that are standing in front of you now is angles that will take you to owning your own mental health institution, you understand? So you are faced, you are faced with angles. (laughs) You know, gradually as you move on, you meet more difficult, you meet quadratics, you meet differentiations, you meet integrations, you meet exponential equations, probabilities, you meet poly-poly-polynometrics you will meet, because those are all levels of angles. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guy said, mm, what are you saying? <laughs> so uh, uh, and I'm not killing your vision. I'm just trying to say to you that the difference between average people Because every person starts with a vision. But those who achieve their vision are people that are hungry enough and determined enough to break down uh, angles, break down differentiation, break down integration, break down uh, quadratic equations, uh, trigonometry, and all those things in order to get to the place where they own their own institution. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's good to have a vision but that vision has to stir up passion. Somebody say passion. It has to stir up passion inside of you and that passion will enable you to break down some walls. Or if you don't have a passion and you see the angle and you say find X, immediately you will go home. So go. <laughs> you can Google that it's still not fine <laughs> you next. Know, two days ago, three days ago, I went to see my wife was working and she looked like she was concentrating. concentrating. She was by herself in the room and she was looking at the screen. And so I went to her and I said, What's happening? She said, Somebody has done something, and she's trying to run a, a, the program, and something is missing. X is missing, and she needs to find X. Otherwise, she can't close her account for July. So I went. Then three hours later, I came. She was still, as I left her, glued to her computer, trying to just... Have you found X? (laughs) She said, no. (laughs) So, uh, I think in the evening, in the evening, I mean, everybody has closed and gone home. She was still behind the computer. So, I went, I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm trying to rerun the program to find X. Nobody will give you their money free if you can't find X. <laughs> you have to find X because that is what you are paid to do. It took how many days to find X? Then middle of the night, X came to your head. And then she woke up in the middle of the night to go and look where that, X, where that was X. And then she found <laughs> the X was there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Have you learned something? So the enemy of vision is sight. The things that you are looking at, the things that are, are, are you hear, you see kills vision. For instance, they say that young people cannot attend this. You are too young to attend this. Immediately that sight kills the vision you have. You can't buy a house because you're only 19 years old. You're only 20 years old. Who told you? The person who told you that you can't buy a house because you're only 19 years old is talking out of sight. And not out of vision. Where there's no vision, the people will perish. But happy is the man who has vision because they will achieve things quicker in their lives see anybody who has invented anything had vision of seeing that thing come to pass and the, that vision informed their passion it informed their resolve it informed their their sacrifices they made in order to see that thing come to pass Am I talking to somebody? Jesus had a vision. He had a vision. He said that my meat is to do my Father's will and to finish it. That is my vision. And when he was in Matthew, he said that I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. That was his vision. And then when he was leaving, he said that go and make disciples of me. His vision was to see the church of God established. And we become ambassadors of Christ. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? That was his vision that he's left with us. And that is what we ought to also expound on and then also live to others to come and continue. Am I making sense to somebody? Someone say vision. Ask your neighbor, what's your vision? Ask them, what are your dreams? Or ask them, what are your dreams? Are your dreams going to fall because of X is it going to fall because of angles because you can't solve angles 1st Corinthians 5 7 for we walk by faith and not by sight sight kills sight kills vision Amen. First Corinthians five seven, S- sight kills vision. Hallelujah. Because your eyes sometimes contradict what your vision is. I pray for you and I. So sorry, that's the first Corinthians. Second Corinthians. I pray for you and I pray for myself that our vision, the vision for our lives, will not be cut short. But that your vision will come to pass. Your vision to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant, enter down to the joy of thy Lord, will not be cut short. Your vision to establish your business will not be cut short. How many have a vision in this place?